welcome to crudely drawn swords. We eat, we sleep, we breathe something delicious. <gasps> Great song! <laughs> Great reference! That is... Great album. Such a good album. It's fairly niche. <laughs> I think some other people will get it. Some other people. King Genius album. Last song is the best. So good. <laughs> Listen to the end. Last song is the best. I'm your host and GM, Ben Moxon. You can find me on Twitter at Glenatron. You can find the music from the podcast at crudelyformedchords.bandcamp.com. With me, as ever, are the four heroes who constitute the current iteration of the Hawks. And they are, let's go round and introduce who you are, who you play, and whether you've had an awkward conversation with Naked Man today. <laughs> Hi, I'm Pete. I play Adam Eagle Ank, the gunslinger. Uh, no, I've not had a awkward conversation with a naked man today. I'm Ali. I play Enigma. 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 And I've not had a conversation at all with a naked man, unless uh, right now one of you guys is just playing a video and actually naked. Mm -hmm. um, I'm Gwen. I'm playing Percy um, and I'm eating a kebab. So, um, you know, you guys go crazy. Knock yourselves out. I've got, got business <laughs> to do. <laughs> Have have you had any uh, awkward conversations with the naked man today, Gwen? Today? No, probably not. Yeah. Okay, it's Stuart. Hi, I play Tristan T. Wilde, the bard slash shadow dancer sh slash mystic manipulator. And I have had an awkward <gasps> conversation with a man whose what? dick just just swung all over the show. <laughs> just, just flopped right out for all to see and enjoy. Did I question him on why he was naked or tell him he should have put it away? No, because I was so shocked to see a massive wang just there, just chatting. Just, how's the weather? What have you been doing? Oh, your dick's out still. Brilliant. Mental. Absolutely mental. It's not like it's your job to be looking out for that area of land or anything. It, so It really, it, he just walked off and I was like, well... I really enforced the laws there. <laughs> I just told him what he needed to know and let him on his way. <laughs> Bold that move is... wandering around naked in this heat as well. Yeah. It really was. Mm. I think he'd yeah. been swimming. It, it was ballsy. <laughs> it was ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> as he walked away, she thought, that is a crack shot. <laughs> <laughs> the cheek of him. <laughs> thing is, I even got out of the tractor to speak to him more because I couldn't quite hear the question he had. So I was just there leaning out of the tractor. Mad. The sea is Massey Ferguson. Nice. Just seems a bit odd. Just in the middle of not quite nowhere, just naked. Like, not in, you know, like a sauna or, I don't know, no. a, a hippie festival or something. Like, just in yeah. the middle of nowhere. He, he, must, he was by the lake, to be fair. Oh, okay. Just having a skinny dip. So, me. you know, yeah. And he was carrying something with his girlfriend. And I can't tell whether she kind of looked at me as if to say, hmm, yeah, that, that's his dick. I'm really sorry. <laughs> or whether she was just disinterested in me saying, don't bring a gun onto site because last time eight police with machine guns turned up. <laughs> what was that his question? Yeah. I feel like you've missed the headline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I bring a gun on site? Because check this out. 
Check out my weapon. Pow, pow. Bring a gun on the site because there's a hog on the loose. Yeah, It's very hard when we recorded this, so we're all quite delirious. Dick jokes. Yeah. So I'm I'm extremely sweaty now. So anyway, now now we've got now we've got all the dick out of our system. We really haven't. Let's return to the hawks. I feel like I've got some more authentic responses for NPCs now when Tristan's butt to his shenanigans. I was going to say, it really did put into context uh, every time. This is why the NPCs never acknowledge it. They never question it. They never draw reference to the fact that my penis is out. They're just like, just just talk. Just just keep his eye line and just he'll be gone. And then afterwards, they're like, why didn't I tell him to put some clothes on? I was just shocked into silence. And that's the power. That's the reason we do it. The power of cock. Danny, <laughs> oh, well, I was going. Dun, 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 dun. I just made my own dick tune up. Cock. Oh dear. Happy cock day. Sometimes it's like that. Okay. I'm doing a lot of shouting about dick with all the windows open, I just realised. <laughs> <laughs> and it, because they can't hear you guys, it's completely out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Man, people think you've started an OnlyFans. <laughs> Shit up, I'm screaming kids from next door but one. It, it would be nice to have a fan, honestly. That would be a good addition to this setup. Well, maybe I'll tell him to listen to the podcast. Tell him he gets a shout out. <laughs> he probably already is, and he's like, "Yes, I got on the podcast." Finally, I knew they'd say something if I was naked. He was just a Tristan T. Wild cosplayer. <laughs> Please Finally. do not I mean, cosplay as Tristan T. Wild. Yeah. In fairness, the dude Please. was ripped. We have wanted cosplayers for some time, you know. That's not cosplay. I mean that. Wasn't the form we were hoping, but you can't... Beggars can't be choosers. Also, he, did he have weirdly short legs? I guess you're keeping your eyes on eye, to, eye contact. Yeah, that he may have level. done. Probably, probably. Yeah. That would be dedication. Yeah. When last we saw our heroes, they had <laughs> heard that the Inquisition had arrived and immediately oh, decided yeah. to embark down the deepest pit they could find along with the Dwarven Ranger, Rumbaz Grambool. Rumbaz Grambool. Have you noticed that since we've got a ranger in the party, we've met a shit ton of rangers? <laughs> we just hang out together, you know? It's one of those things. Everyone's like, there's a ranger near here. Just going to hang out with a ranger. To be fair, Rumbaz was always a ranger. That's why her first action on meeting you was shooting you with a bow. And that's pretty ranger action right there. Hmm. It seems to be just what happens if you got a bow. You just got to shoot dudes, dudes <laughs> and dudettes. So you had descended into the endless pit below Keltepe, and it wasn't entirely endless. It went into the depths of the earth, and there you found the body of the dragon Ramnikelek. The dragon had been brutally murdered in its sleep. Tristan revealed by the drake, Banbury Lutes, and its heart had been consumed. Also, 
you had found Kellek's journal from before his transformation, and Tristan sensed a powerful force moving through the harmony of the world beneath like a shark, and then darting away to the east. And a moment later, the cavern was shaken by another massive earthquake. So this is where we find ourselves in a shaking cavern at the bottom of a very deep pit, along with the ranger, Rombaz Gramble of Batmazgorod. So it's very dark. There is a very dead dragon. There are bestial creatures that were once kobolds skittering in the darkness. What are you doing? If that was uh, an earthquake, then um, I think that we need to locate some of these dragons that uh, probably not the one that uh, just caused the earthquake. I suspect that was probably Bamri um, doing his thing on that. We need to work out where the others are and then go and either wake them up so they can defend themselves, although old uh, Batman's gonads over here, or whoever she's, Ram... Ram girl. Rochambeau! Rombaz, the face lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seems to think that that's a terrible idea, doesn't she? Um... Yeah, but that's because they're leeching the dragon's power. Yeah, I, that has been their plan. Yeah, though I don't. I, I think she might have a point. Like, if the the dragon is one of the sort of five pillars of power in the world, and we just unleash it all at once on the surface, see what happens. Then I think that that would. I, I can understand why they might be a little, uh, little cautious about doing something like that. So I think that we need to make for. Um, make for the north, perhaps. I mean, it would be nice to be able to head to one of these dragons um, and prevent it from being eaten in some way. Um, perhaps if we can enlist the help of the, the dwarves and any other allies that we might have to um, set up some kind of defence around one of the last dragons. We just basically needs to hold out uh, until the the clock ticks down on the Antikythera um, and then the, the deal that we have struck will come to pass and uh, and we should have an answer to the problem but if the Drake manages to consume all of these dragons before that happens then really I think that he can he will probably be empowered then to rewrite the world as he see fit uh, sees fit and the deal that we made all that time ago uh, will no, will count for nothing. So, um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it anyway. Can we get enough power together to withstand the Drake? Because I think he might be quite powerful. Well, here's something I've been thinking. When I spent all those many years in hell, I was working on something that I think might help us. So it's kind of like effectively it's the I, I think it could have been like the music to the world so it was I've been writing I was writing down what I think is the chords to the world now I've left my ghost book in hell but if my theories are correct my calculations are correct that's a hell of a lot of oh pun intended a hell of a lot of power right there that we could use to potentially try and hide the location of the dragons from the drake or give us some kind of backup, or basically 
if if it does what I think it will do, slash I'm allowed to do when confirmed with Ben, then we have got a really good power right there. <laughs> but it does mean a, a wee foray into hell, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it there, because it, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, I can, let me tell you. Wow, why are we going to hell? Huh? So what, so what do we do in hell? What's the objective in hell? We go there, get my book, work out a way to bring my ghost book back with me in solid form, and then we have access to an incredible magic. Can't you just, like, remember the key points of the book and maybe jot it out again? Uh, this is hundreds of years worth of work. It's There are, yes, there are it... thousands of chords. Well, I, I condense them down to like five because, you know, you don't Bingo, really there we go. chords. There we go. <laughs> I mean... I think it's fair to say... I, how long I would these argue chords? That I, like, yeah, I would argue that... Decade-long well, power it's, chords. I, it's like strumming a G over and over again. After a while, you're like, this is getting a bit boring. <laughs> just drop an A minor in there or an F and just mix it up. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, there are uh, musical chords that go very well, and all of my songs may include them. I see. Rumba says, should we uh, head back? I need to report this to our people. I think, ultimately, um, we need to head to Avishar, which is where the Antikythera is, um, and the the site that we anticipated, um, the reckoning um, to all sort of take shape around um one of the great dragons must surely be up around there so uh that puts us on the correct course uh and we will also need um allies to stand in the way of uh of the drake now i do quite like the idea of making use of uh our friend hector in some way for that i am sure that we could sort of seed something within the prophecy that he's following to enable us to to do something there yeah so when hell is one option um <laughs> oh, i mean like that 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 is the sequence <laughs> to the power of the universe i'm just saying potentially it's like also hell hidden in hell that's it's done it'll be a jolly with hawks we can handle hell <laughs> i was there i managed it you just got to split yourselves into lots of little bodies and hide in crevices and things Another option um, might be to try to lever the power of Ullumbriar, maybe set her free in some way. Um. And we could use Hector for that. <coughs> um, she's a very powerful creature herself. Um, so if we could make a deal with her to set her free um, and stand with us against the Drake, then that might give us a shot at holding out long enough to let the counter tick down and at that point we'll remake the world as we see fit anyway so it won't really matter that we've released on by um you know if you're desperate to go to hell i suppose we can go to hell <laughs> hell, hell, hell. can we go on one of the rides it's got to buy exchange your money for tokens at the entrance because you're not it's it's a bit of a scam because the inflation rate is really it's like <laughs> one schmeckle for Point, oh, I should have done it like a hundred schmeckles for like one, one gold coin. It's actually very reasonable. To say. <laughs> <laughs> one schmeckle is a, is a hundred hell coins. So what you're saying is it's a massive bureau de change in the underworld. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm run a coffee bureau de change. 
<laughs> if anything, they've got the exchange rate the wrong way around. I mean, it is hell, to be fair. You know, everything's the, back to front there, so... The only currency that works there is Schmeckles. That's actually where yeah. they're accepted. That's where they're from! <laughs> Everyone's like, oh no, it's east of here, west of here. No, it's neither, it's hell. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but in answer to the immediate question, yes, I, I think that we should probably make contact with your people, uh, Wumpaz. Um, seeing as that seems to be on the way to the north anyway, then uh, that would that would do quite nicely. Yes. Did you wish to speak to your allies at the surface? Um, yes. That would be useful, wouldn't it? Very well. What I suggest, then, is that as <coughs> we ascend, and she starts heading up with you to the stairwell that you came down which to be clear is countless stories long it's extremely like the silmarillion you have got a really rubbish climb ahead of you oh can i try levitating again we never really established if that was going to be a thing i'm allowed to do <laughs> uh no you, you didn't work last time uh, I didn't fall as fast as everyone else, in fairness. No, you didn't, because you were... Can we repel up like what Rumbaz um, did? Rumbaz did that up the top bit, but you um... would... But this is like, if you imagine, say, not quite Everest, but Everest type of height, only a staircase, before you get to yeah. the bit you it have to repel It took us up. like a day to come down here. Wait, yeah. how long is the rope that she bought with her? But this is what I'm saying. This is she only repelled up the last like fifty meters. Wouldn't you've gone that far? I'm not sure why she bothered. Was she just like I'm really bored of climbing steps? Repel the last bit. Rumbaz is like as you're walking. She's like, no, our kingdom is higher up than this. This is deep for us. Right. The, these are the deeps that generally only our priests visit. I was sent as a scout after. I mean. They lost power. There's got to be some way to speed this process up. I mean, we did walk all the way down here. I don't know why we're surprised. Not saying we're all old guys, but in character, we're getting annoyed about going up steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in character, we're well hard. I'm just sat on a sofa. <laughs> Percy. Yeah. The, the eating of the heart, does that... Is there any danger to Kellogg's soul like will he not be able to go beyond the, the black gate in the citadel or? well i wouldn't have done it <laughs> that doesn't answer my question mm. is he at peace or is this a i mean he he looks pretty peaceful doesn't he um it, truth be told i don't really know I, I don't know how these things work i, I bam if bambri has decided to do that then I I assume that there is some logic behind it, um, and that the uh, what he has unlocked and everything that he could sort of see from his experiences at uh, Malahim led him to it. There, there must be sort of something in it. I mean, it, it, I, I would speculate that he he is attempting to consume the power of this being. I, I, I guess the question is: Would Kellick have been in the um, in the land of the dead, anyway, because he doesn't seem to have been for for however long. I suppose he only just died, doesn't he? Um, Rumbaz says, among our people, the dragons beneath were a part of our conception of life and the afterlife. To find that they can die is shocking to us. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, the simple answer is I, I don't know, and I don't know if he even functions in the, the same way as a, a normal mortal. It might be interesting to see if we can take a trip into the land of the dead and see if um, his destruction here has had any knock-on there. Like, if uh, if that place is also topsy-durvy. Perhaps. Then, well, I, I guess that will confirm what we thought, that you know, one of the, the pillars of... Uh, of the entire way the world is constructed is uh, is being shaken. And if we happen to pop into hell from the land of the dead, <laughs> yeah, who's to say? Who's to say? Okay, I'll cross and, and I'll take a knee by Kellogg's body uh, and I'll say, I'll take my hat off and I'll say, I'll, I'll place your boots by the shore. Old friend, thank you. Come back on. Come back. One one quick thing. Yeah. Uh, I was just wondering whether you're still naked. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe I am. Um, no, I think I made magical clothes. Uh, yeah. Everyone's just trying to ignore your wang. No, I was wondering. I suppose I'll be talking to Percy slightly out of earshot of um, uh, what's his chops, um, Adam. Should we? I don't know, should we take a tiny bit of the dragon in case we need to work out some kind of magical... where we can study it and do magical stuff with it and in case we have to fight Banbury, we get an idea of, like, the makeup of the dragon and the kind of the molecular magical... Might take nice. i tell you what, I'm just going to take a tiny bit of the dragon. I think that's a good idea, yeah. See if you can take a touch. Just in case, yeah. I mean, he's just meat, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah, just something small. Take a scale or something. A scale, clever. Get yourself a nice plectrum. <laughs> Actually, as I'm walking next That'd to Adam, cool. Adam, Adam grants. Oh hell yeah, that's a good one. Because I was thinking Adam's going to look across and be like, "What's what's that new necklace you've got there, Tristan? Is it your big dragon claw hanging down?" With you? Oh, oh, nothing. Um, I just pop it away. Nothing, nothing, buddy. Nothing. <laughs> it's like this big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Of, uh, Kellogg's scale. His claws were the size of you. So, okay. Hey Tristan, what's that massive dragon claw you're carrying on your back? It's a necklace. This, this old thing? Oh, it's nothing. I've had this since day one. How unobservant are you? It's a, it's a double base. It's, it's my <laughs> okay, that's a good idea. I'll um, form one of my daggers and uh, magically slice off a little bit of scale. Yeah, yeah cool. that's a good idea. And like you say, plectrum. In my defence, I did think of that, but then I thought it might be a bit disrespectful, seeing as it's the this dwarven is... god. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about them, I just didn't want to offend Adam. I'm like, oh, Adam seems to have had a... I didn't really know the guy, you know, but Adam had a bit of a thing, so... Did you get a major or minor scale? Ooh, clever. Oh. One of each. One of each, so I can mix them up. Nice. <laughs> well, I, he got one, but it's kind of like... C-shaped, so it's also a minor one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so you begin your ascent up this long, dark stairwell. And it takes ages. Rumbaz asked why the little one had grown so much and why he looked cool now. Oh, is Tristan still naked? (laughs) 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 It just happens sometimes, try to ignore it. She says, no, the one with the hat on. He was much smaller, wasn't he? And worse. He w- yes, he, he certainly wasn't a dragon um, at the time. Uh, he, he's a lot bigger now. Uh, and uh, a little more bitey. 
He was always quite bitey. I mean, let's not get that wrong. <laughs> Wait, this is not the same one. Huh? <laughs> no, Adam just really likes biting. Oh. Oh, oh, I see the mistake that you've made there. Yeah, it's, um, they're not at all similar, so I didn't think that, uh, <laughs> that you would have made that mistake. But uh, but yes, I, R- I, 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 I suppose... Kind of, uh... Holds up a hand and does a little side-to-side motion to indicate that she thinks they're pretty similar, <laughs> like ninety-five percent maybe. I, mean, I suppose they've both got hats. Exactly. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, exactly. Hats. Human stuff. Humans all look the same. This one's clearly not wearing a potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I think Rombaz asks you about your adventures since you last met, and probably that telling that story takes quite a bit of the journey or the parts of it you choose to tell. Yeah. In character, I'm not out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she tells you about the part that her squad have played in the war down in the south and how they helped ambush an army of ice watchers and protect a large group of knights dressed like like Percy's old regalia dressed like complete Percy's <laughs> like a bunch of Percy's bunch of clefts yeah so, so you know you do have to stop and make camp at one of, there's occasional little flat platforms picnic bench you know um, like on the way up and so you have to stop and make camp on the way up and travel on so by the time you get to the, the swings there aren't no oh. it'd be really scary if they were because they'd like <laughs> swing over like a 50,000 foot deep pit or something void yeah that'd be amazing it'd be a bit much <laughs> tyre swing over the void <laughs> there's a heart shaped swing like that in um, Bali I think it was what, Bali over anyway. the void it was over a massive valley and they pushed you and you swung out over this crazy big drop. That sounds horrifying. It was cool. I didn't go on it, but it was cool. Oh, not barley as in the grain. No, no. Not a microscopic swing inside a grain of barley, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anyway, if basically the outcome of having made camp and made your way up this long stair is... A, uh, great cardiopulmonary workout. Gotta get those steps in. Feel better already. And B, having made camp, if any of you are down on hits, you are probably legitimately pumped in a place to top them up now. Excellent. Grom, Grombazgamod, why did you cut stairs this deep? And how long have they existed for? They have been here for centuries. You can see where they are worn by the passing of many feet. Because our priests, the centre of their power was Ram Kellek. Oh, yeah. I feel like I can answer that. Could have made a guess. Yeah, they, they, they cut stairs this deep because otherwise they would have had to jump um, and <laughs> and then climb up the sheer face. Uh, and it, it's, they, they probably... Dragons aren't that bouncy. They probably did it sometime around the time that the guy that made the hole when we were there with him um, yeah. made the hole. In fairness, I forgot that while it is only days for us, it is thousands of years for mm. them. I forgot that. <laughs> we didn't stick around for the step making. To, to be fair, you were stuck in hell at the time. Um, and I, I know how distracting <laughs> that can be for you. Oh, God, yeah, that's it. 
It's been hundreds <laughs> of years. On top of the thousand, it's been hundreds. Yeah. So the northern kingdom, the northern dwarven realm, is known as Mologorok. <laughs> Mologorok. And Mologorok. Rock with the K. It's what? He's writing it down. And so Rombaz will put together an embassy from Batmasgarod to travel there and to warn them of the danger and to prepare for your arrival in the north. Can I check something with you? Benjamin. You can, yes. So one of the Sky Singers was in the north for yeah. the Tide of Light. Was it Halera? It was actually Tayeta. The goddess of rain and trade. Okay, cool. So in Kellek's journal, you are able to confirm. Oh, we forgot the journal! <laughs> oh, back time. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, we, we'll be back in two minutes. <laughs> You're able to confirm that the, the landwielder who travelled in that party was called Nilan. N-E-L-A-N. N- Imagine having a slinky down all these stairs. It'd be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> And Rombaz confirms the dragon beneath Mologorok <laughs> is called Ramnilan. A ding dong. I was going to say, where have we heard that name before, well, friends? Here's the thing. Because in my language, like the, the prefix like Ram or Rama means like glorious or famous, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because King Ramashur, like his name is like Glorious Spear, I think. Right. That was Ben's way of saying that's not what's happening here. Oh, okay. There are a lot of different languages. Robert says, that's interesting. In our language, it means dragon. <laughs> oh. <gasps> it means fuck Your with. king is a dragon. <laughs> Whoa. I don't think he was. Yeah, how would you know? Our gods are dragons. And apparently your former companion has slain one of them. But he's not a god. Don't get confused. He's still a shitbag. Rombo says I think that our cosmology will have to be adjusted to fit his existence I mean don't don't be too quick about that the enemy of all our people I mean it's a moot point it'll probably all be over and done with in a few Uh, Percy how long is the uh, I'm just going to totally forget our mid-conversation with that lady. Um, how long is it till this countdown, then? Do we have a, a I time? think we need to get back up to the uh, Antikythera. Um, and now that we have the we have the books that we that we took from the, the Priory, um, and we have a, a little bit more information, having been through the Land of the Dead and spoken to Kellick and got his journal as well, then it may be that we're able to um, interpret the, the countdown uh, a little more. At this oh, point, so we don't um, actually so, know. No, we, we knew it was impending and that it was close, um, and that it had started to shift in different ways than we'd seen so previously. But uh, but we didn't really know how to interpret it at the time. So I'm I'm hoping now, with the having had the experiences that we've had and having the information that we got, then we might be able to um, put a uh, put a finger on it a bit more. Let's go! Oh wait, you've got to see mm. the Inquisition first. We didn't expect that. <laughs> So you reach the bridge 
at the top of the stairwell. Rumbaz launches her grapple back up and looks it on above the pit and says, I'll travel north, set up an embassy and prepare Mologorok for your arrival. I will see you again soon. And she gives you a dwarven salute to all of you, which previously you have only seen her give to very senior dwarves. Nice. Give her a slow nod. Should we do it back? (laughs) (laughs) And then ties off the rope and departs into the darkness. Good. Good riddance, I say. (laughs) Just don't say. (laughs) Not too loud. Good riddance. Just because you can't handle strong, independent women and their cultures. (laughs) The light above seems very bright after the time in the pit. Also, interestingly, so although the light looks very bright, you can see the stars, even though it's daytime. Is that normal? Yeah, that also happens if you're down a deep well. Or a chimney. Really? Yeah, you can look up and see the stars if you're only seeing a small amount of sky. That's physics. (laughs) Well, I've never noticed that before. Cool. There we are. You need to spend more time in chimneys. (laughs) (laughs) what's she gonna look like on the chimney uh, (laughs) what's she gonna look like what's she gonna look at when she looks up from her chimney it doesn't work as well Mm -hmm. (laughs) doesn't scan yeah so as you reach the top and then presumably climb out of the pit, you see a little camp set up, a little down on a level area below where the temple is, and there is a flat area of ground on which there's a small cooking pit and a couple of tents. And then further down below the hill, you can see three horses grazing, and BB Horn eating a tree. BB! (laughs) Are we going to ride them all north? You you all yell for BB Horn, at which point, out of the tents, come several people. And the first of them is Aquarius Horn, who, (laughs) like, gives a big smile to see you all and says, I'm so relieved to see you all. And you're looking very fine, and you've also got a new fella. Hello, who are you, sir? Uh, I'm Adam Eagleank, Jurist of Faith of Sakavalon. Aquarius Horn, a pleasure to meet you. You're a Jurist of Faith. Well, that sounds like a fine thing to be. He says, allow me to introduce. So, we have these visitors here. We have, uh, and he indicates a shorter woman beside him who is wearing a tabard with the crescent moon of the Quisitorium on. He says, this is Sir Aramanth. Percy, mm-hmm. you recognise her because she was one of the Inquisitors who you encountered at the Antikythera in Arishar when you had your somewhat Ooh. somewhat flammable encounter with them mm. and you see that although she she's wearing the uh, tabard of the quisitors but she also around her neck has a lantern symbol of a cone okay 
Standing just beside her is a second knight, a little taller, with kind of medium-length hair, he's quite handsome, and his tabard bears the mark of Merope's order. And Aquarius introduces him as, does it Sir Alexis? And uh, he gives you a smart salute. And then behind them is a woman, broad-shouldered, fairly young, not dressed as a knight, but she does have big leather... <laughs> big leather chaps. Big <laughs> <laughs> leather chaps, right? big leather gloves tucked into a belt. And Aquarius introduces her as, he says, and this is Ellen Farnside. And she says, yes, we've, we've met. I brought you your scabbard. Ah, oh. yes. Yes, and very wow. useful it's been too. Thank you very much for that. He says, I'm so glad, I'm so glad. That was my journey of peace. That was, that was the work that actually made me a full smith enchanter. Well, it's like your dissertation. <laughs> oh, Basically, fantastic. yes. And I'm really glad it's still working. I was a bit worried it would fall apart. I didn't say that to anyone, but I'm really glad it didn't. Yeah, it's, it's probably <laughs> best that you don't mention your failings. <laughs> Let's skip across any that we might have. Um... <laughs> and, and at the, this point, Sir Aramanthe steps forward. And she says she has kind of like, she's relatively short and quite light built. She has like a big old broadsword on her hip, but she's not wearing her full armour right now. And she steps forward and she says, gives you a sharp salute and says, I I was told to uh, give you this. And she passes you a scroll case okay. sealed with the sevenfold Thanks. seal of the church. Mm. Okay, well... Good. I was suspecting it might be a punch in the face. So <laughs> <Okay. laughs> give you this. Um, I like to think the sevenfold seal is like one a really cool way of locking a letter. Yeah, yeah, I bet it is. Remember letter locking? That's cool. Yeah. So, but also it can balance a ball on its nose. <laughs> no, no, it can't. But it mm. can play chess against death. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, she hands you this, like, scroll with this intricate lock on it. Okay, well, thank thank you very much. Um, let's, let's take a look at it. Yeah, so when you hold it in your hand, the locks rotate and untangle and open. Cool. Have I seen one of these before? Or, um... You have never seen... This is so far above your pay grade. Okay. And so you open this scroll case, and inside is like a piece of vellum which says by this authority is declared Lord Percival Cleft the Knight Commander of all forces of the Western Church oh poo all knights will now answer to Percival Cleft before all others sweet his orders are to be considered orders directly from the goddess um well Thank you for that. Um, both both the knights like are now standing on super to, super to attention. Um, I I order you to make us some breakfast. It's been yes quite quite a lot of steps. Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Yeah, my oh, was lucky like win. That, that was well. a really weak click for me because I managed to um, cause hands. a little blister. Well, like oh, the no. pa- palm of my hand that Ooh. popped, and so. Ugh. Ow! Oh, uh. Ow! It's going to be a tradition on what? tape as well. Yeah. Pop. <laughs> I could have clapped. Oh no, clapped it. it. (laughs) (laughs) What's that thing you've got? This crap stigmata. It's just just kind of weak. It's kind of like my Logan's Run lights has been flashing and I've dug it out. (laughs) Oh my god, Tristan is hot. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Steaming. Jesus. Holy cow. Boil an egg on his chest. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I meant fry an egg, but boil an egg. He's just filled his belly button with water and then put a little egg in it. (laughs) (coughs) A little quail's egg. (laughs) Watch this, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Give give me 15 minutes and you're going to see something amazing. Boiling an egg on his chest because he's got You're exceptionally be deep belly buttons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> filled to the brim with hot that's sweat. that's why that guy was naked. You were trying not to look at his dick, but really he was boiling a tiny egg in his yeah. belly button. Boiling a tiny egg on and his penis. Like, sure hope that guy looks down and sees how I'm boiling an egg in my belly button. I mean, just a weird old guy. He wasn't even old, so he was a young guy. Mental. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to crudely to... drawn plans. <laughs> Thanks. With me, as ever, are the four heroes who constitute the four heroes who <coughs> excuse me. Who constitute my inability to speak. The four heroes who oh, God damn it. <laughs> <Reconstitute>. heroes <laughs> so make our <laughs> Um, well, it's mine because I live in a quiet cul-de-sac, but I will pay for it by being eaten by mosquitoes later. Yeah, I'm not switching any Actually, they they don't really eat me, mosquitoes. It's weird. No, they they probably come to me because I'm I'm like any time I'm around and there's mosquitoes, I'm their target one. Yeah, I don't really get bitten. Yeah, and my hay fever sort of stopped. Huzzah! Wow, <laughs> these are the blessings of Dick Man. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's conveyed you with his blessing. His his dick shocked the pollen out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> Your immune system said, "You know what? Pollen's not that bad, actually." <laughs> yeah. Pollen's the least of our concerns right now. I got a guy with a big old dick hanging out, and he wants to bring a gun on site. It was like all his co- oh, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna make a coxmas joke, but I couldn't I couldn't couldn't smooth it in there. <laughs> Unlike the guy oh, today. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of shouting about What are you doing? Oh we'll let Percy field this one. Percy, god damn it! Stop eating your pita breads and help us. Now that's a power move. <laughs> <laughs> Cause him some pain. 
<laughs> yeah. Fell flat. It's another uh, so if... And so, yeah, so you have to you have to make. Uh... <laughs> I'm a happy hugglewug. Amazing! I've just read it. He's a hugglewug, apparently. <laughs> this is my fan. Is what this is. You're, you're you are a happy fan. My only fan. <laughs> my only fan. <laughs>